Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming to listen to the show today. I have some really exciting news. I actually have a couple of things I'm really excited to share with you. Last week, I had talked about the fact that I was looking for new pen pals, and I was kind of concerned about how I was going to introduce myself. You know, do I do I get to know them a little bit first and build a little rapport and then tell them that I have a podcast about writing to people in prison? Or am I upfront in the very first letter? Is that going to scare people off? And, you know, I'm on this mission to to look for new pen pals. And wouldn't you know it, this very week, two pen pals found me which is a very weird kind of turn of events. So I will explain it all to you. First, I have a friend who is one of those pen pals that I had sent three, at least three letters to in the last three months, like since before Thanksgiving. And all of my letters came back returned to sender. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess I lost a pen pal, you know? And to be frank, I didn't know what happened to him. At first, I thought maybe he had just been moved to a a different cell or he was um, in a medical unit or the solitary housing unit. And, you know, sometimes the mailroom will just send it back to you if they don't have the updated information about where an inmate is. So that's why I, I sent the mail again. And then I waited a month or two. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll, it was just a mistake. Let me just try and, and send it again. And every time the letter came back to me and I thought maybe he went to a different prison. I thought, I have to be honest with you, what what if he died? Nobody's going to send me any notice about this. And I'm not really a savvy detective type person. So I went to the pen pal website where I had originally found his address and his profile has expired. So he's no longer there. And, and that was it. That was a dead end for me. And this isn't somebody that I've ever met. This isn't a family member. This isn't an old friend of mine. I think I would have gone into more investigation if it had been. You know, I'd definitely be making some phone calls. But since this was a pen pal, I was like, well, I guess we've lost touch. I admit, (laughs) with all of the, you know, technical advances and search engines, I probably could have done a better job looking for him. But um, I was distracted with my other pen pals and the other things going on in life. And and to be honest, I thought if he wanted to be in touch with me, at some point he would write me a letter. So wouldn't you know, I open up my mailbox and there's this envelope that says, surprise, he had been moved to a new facility and he didn't have any of his possessions. And so, of course, he didn't have his address book, so he couldn't write to me. And now here we are three months later, he finally got all of his belongings and he's able to write. And I was like, huh, that that is bizarre. How do you avoid something like that? You know, my friend Daniel was writing to me and telling me, hey, here's my new address. I've been moved. They want to sign me up for these classes. I don't actually want to take these classes, but um, but they're moving me anyway. And then I guess he convinced them that he didn't want to take those classes. So they sent him back to his original location. And the whole time he was writing to me, telling me where to send letters to him. So I just sent a letter to Daniel saying, how did you do it? Do you have my address memorized? My best advice would be whenever you are in prison, 
there has to be somebody whose address you have memorized, your mom, somebody like that. And send them a list. These are all of the people that I correspond with regularly or that I ever correspond with. And if you're ever moved and they take away all of your possessions, they do, you know, a lot of different prisons will give you envelopes, stationery, and stamps, or they give you access to your commissary funds. So you'll be able to purchase those things. Write a letter to mom and say, hey, send me a copy of all of those addresses that I sent to you. You know, definitely keep that someplace where you can send it to me. And then when you're in your new location, you'll get your address book immediately. But um, I'm waiting for a response from Daniel to see exactly what he did. Okay, so back to my original friend. Since we haven't been corresponding for several months, he didn't get any of my letters about the podcast. So I don't want to um, disclose his name or read directly from his letters. But I will tell you that he said while he was in transit, he ran into an old friend, old as in someone he's been friends with for a long time, and as in he's about 65 years old. And he asked if I would be willing to be pen pals with this person. And so he gave me his name and he said, just go to the BOP and you can find his address and his inmate number. And I was like, BOP? Now, I think that's the Board of Prisons. And I think that is the answer to the mystery. If you have a loved one in prison and their letter comes back to you, you just go to your search engine, put in BOP. I didn't even have the exact right age. It was actually 66 or 67. And I found him right away and his address. So I think that that would be the best way if you have lost touch with someone because they've been transferred or for whatever reason, you'll be able to find them at the BOP. So I sent a letter to him and right off the bat, told him about the podcast. So we shall see what the reactions are from them. Okay. Then I got another letter from my friend RJ. And RJ is the first pen pal that has ever written to me first. So I'm going to tell you his whole story. I've got his letters here to read from the horse's mouth. And in his letter, he was like, heck yeah, you can use my uh, full name. You can use my letters on the podcast. And by the way, here's someone else who needs a pen pal. So could you find a pen pal for him? Can you be his pen pal? And you can definitely talk about us on the podcast. And I was like, this is crazy. I was just talking about the fact that I wanted to find new pen pals. And my old pen pal and I have been reunited. And now I have two new people who I can write to. So let me tell you about RJ. A long time ago, I'm going to say in May, maybe April, I started writing to somebody in Oregon and he wrote back a real positive letter. Oh, he was so excited. His profile had just expired. At that time, actually, I was purposefully going to writeaprisoner.com, not a sponsor, to find pen pals in prison whose profiles were about to expire. And I, I think a little bit of it is me being insecure. Is this person really going to want to be pen pals? And going, you know what, if their profile is about to expire, then they don't have a lot of options of pen pals to choose from. But if their profile just started and they have a whole year that they're going to be on this website, 
and I write them a letter and they're like, eh, I'm going to wait and see if somebody more interesting comes along. You know, that, that could hurt my feelings. But if I write to somebody and their profile is over already expired and it is off the website, they're going to go, whoa. All right. All right. Back to Claire. That's my theory, I think. Also, you know, I, I think the, the other part of it is not so selfish. I'm thinking about them, too. If if they have paid, I think Ride a Prisoner is like $50 for the year. If they've paid $50, that's a lot of money for someone that's in prison. Or if their family member or friend has paid that for them, that is a good chunk of change. What if they didn't get any responses? Or they got responses from somebody who then stopped writing at least I can make their investment worth it by sending them this last ditch. Your profile is about to expire. Here's a letter offer. So that's why I was writing to him. And he wrote me one letter. And I think it's one of those situations where I wrote two or three, at least three. I wrote at least three more letters back to him and never heard from him again. So instead, I got this. June 13, 2020. Claire, hi there. My name is Raymond Jr., except all my friends call me RJ. We actually have a mutual friend, and that's where he gives my original pen pal's name. He's a good friend of mine and also my current roommate, and I had actually mentioned how I was in need of a pen pal, so he gave me your information, and I was curious as to if you would be willing to give me the time out of your day to get to know me. I'm a good person. I've just made some poor decisions on my part. Uh, I've been heavily consumed by my addiction problem and ended up catching a 70-month sentence for robbery. By no means necessarily am I proud of myself. I regret it every day. I'm a very creative, kind-hearted, humble type of person with a huge heart, and I don't have anyone. My roommate said that you were a nice person, and honestly... I'm in need of a nice person in my life. I could really use a friend and really look forward to getting to know you. If you're willing to give me a chance, I hope to hear from you. And as always, I hope that this letter finds you in the very best spirits and that all is well on your end and you're having a good week despite all the craziness going on out there. I'll continue to pray that angels watch over you and your loved ones and keep them out of harm's way. As I am sincerely, RJ. All right. Very interesting. So, on the 26th of June, 2020, I responded. Hi, R Raymond. I mean, RJ. It's so nice to meet you. I have about 20 pen pals, and I recently reached out to two new people in Alaska. So, when I saw your letter, and I didn't recognize your name, I looked at the address, but it wasn't from Alaska. You are the first pen pal to ever write me first. Tell me about you. You described yourself as creative. Do you draw, write, woodwork? Do you like to read? Do you work out? Do you believe in God? Do you have any family? Are they supportive? How old are you? What's the best thing that happened to you this week? And how do you feel about corny jokes? I am married with four kids, Cassie, 14, Katie, 12, John, 11, and my youngest is 10. Katie is my artist. Whenever she's cleaning out her desk, I steal her doodles to make my stationery. I'm Catholic. I'm 41. I like to jog. I go to the gym sometimes, but not as much as I should. I'm messy and sometimes flighty, but I keep trying. Are you in NA? What about other groups or classes? Do you have a job? 
I used to work as a photographer and then as a school administrator. Now I stay home taking care of the kids and my parents. I have a pet dog, Spock dog, and a cat, Gabby Chocat, and a rat, Neil. And John has a fish named Zippy. We've been staying home. My husband, Nico, works from home. He's a software engineer. We have to be careful so my parents don't get sick. Now that things are opening up, I do have to take the kids to dental and eye appointments and things like that. I appreciate you taking responsibility for where you are now, but I hold no judgment against you. I write to people in prison for a lot of reasons. If I was in prison, I would want a nice person in my life. I've found that pen pals are kind, creative, cool, and funny, and the way I see it, you have enough people judging you, the judge and police, guards and parole board, even bystanders. So I am just here to be your friend. So thank you for the well wishes. And tell your roommate I said hello. Thank you. Thank him for passing on the info. Your friend, Claire. On the 1st of July, I got a new letter. Well, okay. On the 1st of July, he wrote the letter. Claire, it's Raymond... Junior, a.k.a. RJ. Well, at the moment, I am out of envelopes, so I'm currently writing on my roommate's name because he has plenty and doesn't mind sharing with me. But just write to me in my name like you normally would. As always, I hope that this letter finds you in the very best of spirits despite all the craziness going on. I hope all is well on your end, and at least you're having a good week. I actually just received your letter yesterday, and in it you asked what the best thing that happened to me this week was. Well, Claire, to tell you the truth, you writing me back is the best thing that happened to me this week. So I want to thank you. And for the pictures as well, there is an amazing sunset. That is absolutely beautiful. And Cornelius B. Rat is adorable. That's the first time in three years that someone has done something nice like that. It's actually a first, and I want to apologize. I would have sent you some pictures of myself. I just don't have any. I'm literally alone and on my own and don't have anyone who can send me some of my life from whenever I was out there. I really wish I did, but if you ever get bored and you have a moment, you can look me up on Facebook. I have two profiles, and then he lists those. You also asked... If I was in N.A., if I work, well, of course I am, and I do, whenever I'm on Mainline. Unfortunately, I'm currently in DSUO, a.k.a. the whole. I'm serving 120-day sanction in here for an altercation I got in with another inmate that ended up getting physical, so they broke me off with 100-piece McNugget for fighting. It's super lame. My cellmate actually got into it with someone as well. He's just about to finish his 90 days and gets out on the 15th of this month. I don't get out until August. Basically, I'm going to spend all summer in lockdown. In the whole, it's home. But to answer your questions, whenever I'm actually behaving myself, I normally work in the kitchen preparing food, serving on the line. I go to school five days a week, church twice, and N.A. once. I normally have a pretty busy schedule and a a good program going where I'm currently at. Unfortunately, because I'm in prison, we all live by a certain code, and you cannot allow people to disrespect or walk all over you, or you become an easy target. So you have to stand up for yourself. It's a cold world we live in, but it's really, it's reality. 
That's why I'm in lockdown. But believe me, whenever I say I'm more than excited and really look forward to being productive, back in school and working again and back in my regular program, except the coronavirus really is screwing things up in here pretty bad. No school. They just reopened the weight pile, but people still have to practice social distancing. You asked me to tell you about myself. Well, Claire, I'm a normal guy. I had mentioned I'm currently in prison for armed robbery. I made a poor decision on my part, and I'm paying the ultimate price. I missed watching my son grow up, and my kid's mom has completely ghosted me. The entire time I've been down, I haven't heard from her once, and I have no idea how he is or know how to contact them. All my so-called friends have remained in contact, who remained in contact slowly but surely fell off one by one into the distance and are now just a thing of the past. I already didn't have family to begin with, so yeah, I'm on my own. I am my only support. At the end of the day, I put myself here, so I try to remain positive and, and not to feed off the past, just to continue to move forward, but yeah, between you and me and apparently now the whole podcast, it absolutely breaks my heart not to have anyone because I was a good father to my son and a good friend to those I cared for. But yeah, holidays are the loneliest days for sure. You asked me how old I was. Well, I'm 29 and I turned 30 on August 15th coming up next month. You asked me how I am creative. Well, I'm, I'm heavily into poetry. I'm constantly writing poems and lyrics. I'm heavy into music playing the violin and piano and creating instrumentals. I want to learn how to play the guitar. I can draw a little, nothing special. I love reading and further educating myself, and I'm an absolute fitness junkie. I'm in great shape, and I work out every day except Sundays. Yes, I believe in God, absolutely. I, I love corny jokes, and I have a huge heart, but an even bigger sense of humor. I'm a complete sucker for watermelon-flavored Sour Patch Kids, caramel M&Ms, birthday cake-flavored Fruity Pebbles, cookie dough, and chocolate chip mint ice cream. I think at this point, RJ is just uh, reliving all of the things that he's missing. All right, let's see. Um, toaster strudels, fruit gushers, blueberry-flavored... Hmm... Blueberry-flavored blunt wraps? I think that's what it says. I could be wrong. If so, I apologize. Um, luscious Cadillacs and Escalade Street Racers are my... Street Racing is my, my favorite football team is the 49ers. I'm from the Bay Area. I speak three different languages, Russian, Italian, French, which means obviously he must speak four different languages since he does speak English. And my favorite animals are snow tigers, lions, wolves, pit bulls, even baby kittens, only because they're adorable when they're small. I can't help it. My favorite food would have to be Italian or Chinese or barbecue. <laughs> my favorite TV show is American Horror Story, True Blood and Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. And my favorite actor is Jim Carrey. My favorite actors are Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, and Mark Wahlberg. Anyways, Claire, I really appreciate that you're writing to me. I mean, it really means a lot that you have such a good heart. It's a rarity these days. You're too sweet. So sorry if I talked your ear off. I just wanted to get a gen give you a general feel for who I am, that I'm a good person and I'm just stuck in prison. And it sucks. If you get bored, 
Look me up on Facebook. Sorry I couldn't send you a picture. I would if I could. But yeah, I really look forward. And I'm more than excited to get to know you better. Know that I will continue to pray that the angels watch over you and your family and keep you safe and out of harm's way. That all is well on your end and you're having a good week. Figured I'd hit you with a few questions of my own. So Claire, your turn to tell me about yourself. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you been married? What's it like in Florida? What kind of music do you like? What's your favorite kind of food? Ice cream? Candy? Favorite football or basketball team? Favorite kind of car? Where else? What else would you like to do on your spare time? What's your favorite TV show? Do you like True Blood or no? If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? What's your zodiac sign? Favorite animal? Anyway, Claire, I hope to hear from you soon. Until next time, much love, loyalty, and respect as I am. Sincerely, RJ. And he did give me his address, which I think is a great idea at the end of the letter because he was using someone else's envelopes. So we are just about out of time and there's so much more that I want to tell you. I think that, um, you know, RJ and I have been writing back and forth since the summer and we've exchanged a lot of letters and I'm really excited that he's introducing me to a new pen pal. My only concern about that is that on some pen pal websites where they have some tips for writing, they do give a little warning that says that you shouldn't write to more than one pen pal in one particular place because it could lead to jealousy. And I see that, you know, sometimes I send people books. Sometimes I send an extra letter. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, also, they're going to find out my secret, which is that I like to take a lot of wildlife photography. And like RJ was saying, I do sunset pictures and I take pictures of funny signs. And then I just go and ask for 20 copies of the same picture and I send them all to my pen pals. So if you're in the same place, you're going to see that I just sent the same pictures to everybody. I do write individual letters. So that's good. But um, I would hate for somebody to think, you know, that it was just a generic photograph, you know, or to think that I was sending a book to someone else and not to them when hopefully I would remember to say, hey, are you interested in getting a book? I sent a book to this person because they asked me for it. All right, I'm going to sign off for now. I have already responded to RJ, but I have not written to the new pen pal that he was introducing me to. So I want to make sure that I take care of that. I want to thank you so much for listening. I'm Claire Aronson. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that. You're going to get all of the latest episodes. Tell everybody that you know about the podcast. And as always, find your own friends in prison.